When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the final word. Good evening, I'm Albie Oxenrider and welcome to the Halloween edition of the final word. This is a show that, among other things, is thought-provoking, curiously edgy, and a bit spooky at times. This is a show that invites you into the conversation right here on Channel 11 every Sunday night. And with that, let's get down to it. Tonight's three panelists, they are in full Halloween costume. Please welcome from DKPittsburghSports.com. You know who that is. Chris Carter, dressed up as an Anna, uh, dressed up as, what are you dressed up as tonight? I'm dressed up as me, Albie. You're but a I'm lawyer. Also, I'm, but I'm also dressed up as a Taylor Alderdice alma, uh, 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 that's my alma mater. I love the fact that my Dragons went out there and won the City League Championship. Congratulations, nobody rolls the dice. Congratulations to them. And yes, you are a lawyer. Don't, don't, don't let anybody forget that. <laughs> Dressed up as an NFL general manager, it's Doug Whaley. Hi, Doug. How's everybody doing? Why do we love sports? The reason we love sports, it gives you a range of emotion just like Halloween. From the lows of seeing Pitt squabble away a chance to continually be in the national audience to the highs of the Steelers going into Cleveland and taking care of business. Ugly, but effective. All right, thank you. And dressed up as an NFL player, <laughs> arriving for game day, it's Doran Dickerson. Hey, Doran. Hey, how you doing? This is my favorite day of the year. I love Halloween, if you know me. I love scary movies and things of that nature. But quick shout out to my buddy, Longhair Joe, who's a big, big fan of the final word. All right, Longhair Joe, thanks for tuning in. Some of the topics we're talking about tonight, we're looking for five clean words on the Steelers' fake field goal. The biggest thing for the Steelers to improve on right now is the glass half empty or half full for Pitt. And what can be done to speed up these baseball games? The World Series has been some good baseball, but some long games. First, though, the night's big topic. After the Steelers win and the Bengals lose, what's your outlook on the Steelers' chances to still win the division? Chris, start us off. I said this last week right on this show. The Bengals are going to fold at some point this season. Granted, I didn't think that it would be this week. I thought that the Jets would. I had a face paint bet on the Locked On NFL podcast, which <laughs> next Friday I will not have to wear green and white paint on my face because I swore the Bengals wouldn't lose this game. But here I go believing in the Bengals, and that gets me in trouble. But this is why I said I didn't believe in the first place. It's a young team. They still got a lot of problems. They've played great football, but they've played well ahead of where they actually should be. The Ravens are still figuring out who they are. This is why I've said all along the Steelers are right in striking distance, and now they're only a game behind first place in the division. All right, Doug. Disagree with you. I don't see the consistency here. 
How can you feel very confident of going into Baltimore that has had myriad of injuries but are seemingly consistently putting out a good product there? Yes, the Bengals are going to be the Bengals, but they can strike fear in anybody. And right now with the Steelers, they did come in and do what they had to do, but every game is going to be a dogfight and a, a bounce here, a bounce there could affect them and their winning chances more than them able to go out and win the game. Doran, what are you thinking on this? Uh, I'm kind of right in the middle still. I mean, this whole division, this whole AFC conference is wide open. I mean, there's not a favorite team in my eyes. There's not a team that I feel so confident in that could be the champions of this division of the side of uh, the, the AFC. So I think the division is wide open. You, like you guys said, you look at Baltimore, you look at Cincy, obviously Cleveland, everybody's right here. It's going to come down to the end of the season of who is going to be the champion of the division. And it, that's why this is so exciting. That's why we love watching football. That's why this is the best game on earth is because it always comes down to the end and it's always a dogfight. Wait, Thorne, it's a week-to-week league. And it that's is. how why NFL is so popular because mm-hmm. every week your team can come out there and get a victory. Look at the Jets this week. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> Okay, hey, hey, hey. There's Watch no over. there's no chance that anybody picked the Jets to win a money line bet. There's no chance nobody anybody picked the Jets to win uh, today. There's no chance. All right. A reminder, keep those comments coming. We're on Twitter at WPXI Final Word on Facebook at the Final Word. Now it's time for five words. Give us five words on the Steelers fake field goal call. All right, Chris Boswell should never pass. We don't live in fear. And finally, should live in their fears. Chris Duggan Doran, five words. I know you'll keep it clean. The Steelers fake field goal. Chris, what are your five words? Didn't agree, but about execution. The reason is, is that I did think they should have kicked the field goal. I was sitting there saying, ah, this is, the, is going to be a defensive game. You know, you know your defense is going to come to play. That's how, that, that, this is what you should do, kick the field goal. But at the same time, we've seen the Steelers special teams capitalize on this. They did it against the Broncos when I think it was Jordan Berry who threw a touchdown pass to Alejandro Villanueva when the offense was stinking. And let's face it, the offense was stinking in this game. They wanted to see if they could catch him off guard. Mike Tomlin said after the game, it wasn't, a, it wasn't about the call per se it took beforehand. They needed to snap the ball when the Browns weren't in their field goal safe. When the Browns recognized, oh, this might happen, they switched out of it, and that was the problem. They needed to be ready on the, on the hand, so it was more about execution there. All right, Doug, five words. If we get this look, anytime you're practicing this, and and Chris just hit it, you know the special team coach prefaces, we get this look, we're going to run this play. Now, that kicker has to be instilled. If that look changes, he's got to be able to call a timeout or hit the audible and make the safe word where we're going to kick it. I had no issue with the call. That's when you're going into a hostile environment taking the game and winning it and then giving that extra oomph to your to your quarterback your offense and your team saying we're going to win this game so I have but again like Chris said it's about execution and that's where that special teams coach has to get in that kicker's head before the game and say if it changes call the audible all right Doran five words uh, that wasn't the smartest idea. I mean, if you look at that, I, I just don't, I don't agree at the situation of the game where you wanted to go out there and, and do something tricky. And you're also putting your kicker in harm's way, which we saw what happened. And by the way, the, uh, you know, there was a tweet out there earlier by Chris Long, and he said that if you ever wondered what it would be like to play in an NFL game, it, whatever happened to Chris, Chris Boswell on that hit probably would happen to you. So just so you know, the NFL football is serious. I know you guys know that, but it's very, very, very physical. Chris Boswell was on the other end of that. He was put in harm's way. I know that there's certain looks you have to get. 
in order for that to be an executed play, but I, I just don't agree with it, and I don't think that was a smart idea. All right, thanks, guys. Still to come, the biggest thing for the Steelers to improve on right now is from Twitter. Mike says the offense. They have to put more points on the board. Chris Doggendoren chime in on the topic when the final word returns. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The final word. Welcome back. I'm Albie Oxenrider tonight with Chris Carter, Doug Whaler, Doran Dickerson. And Doran, the biggest thing for the Steelers to improve on right now is... I'd say starting fast uh, and getting into a rhythm. You know, you, you, you watch the Steelers. Sometimes they start slow. Sometimes they don't really have a feel for the game. They need to start fast, whether that's the hurry-up offense, even though Ben said it's not in the game plan. I know it is. I played football. Uh, it is in the game plan. I think the Steelers need to start fast these next coming games. Get a rhythm. Figure out your identity for the game. You know your identity of the season, but figure out your identity of the game and control the game as soon as it gets started. I think they need to start fast and find a new rhythm. All right, let's go back to Twitter. Uh, making sure Chris Boswell is okay. Uh, Chris, in your opinion, the biggest thing they need to improve on right now? It's still the passing offense. It's still Ben Roethlisberger cycling through his reads. There was a red zone possession where he was stu so stuck on Najee Harris, he missed Deontay Johnson break on a slant, and if he throws it to him five yards in front of him, he walks him to the end zone, and it's a touch, and it's an easy touchdown. The Browns also missed on a couple interception opportunities from bad throws from Ben. L listen, I, I still don't think the ben Ben's biggest problem is his lack of mobility or his, or, the, or his arm or anything like that. It's still he needs to go through his progression. Now, he made a great read option pass on that 50-yard gainer to, to Deontay Johnson to help close out the game. He needs to be more consistent and be a smarter quarterback. If he does that, this Steelers team can compete a lot more consistently when they take on these tougher teams. Doug? Stealing a word from Chris. Consistency, <laughs> consistency, consistency. The running game, we saw some really nice runs, downhill power. Let's go off of that, do some play action. You saw the boot and waggle that sh showed some uh, – ingenuity by Canada but the overall passing concepts it just seems like he's just trying to let's try this let's try that there's no slant 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 and go out 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 and up those are the types of things that can get your quarterback in a flow and then on defensive side of ball it's got to be run fit and tackling they have to improve on this again without this consistency every single time they step in the, on the grass as coach Tomlin says it's going to be a dogfight and it might be in the hands of the officials, or it might be the way the ball bounces. All right. Uh, thanks for that. After a win over Clemson, Pitt Panthers took a step back, a tough loss uh, yesterday to Miami. So Pitt loses to Miami, Doug. Uh, still, though, controlling uh, their own destiny in the Coastal. Is the glass half full or half empty for Pitt, and why? I'm saying glass half full, especially for the Coastal Division. I truly believe... Coach Narduzzi is going to go into Kenny Pickett and say, I am going to change my defensive scheme. 
I'm putting our team in not the best positions to win. We do not have the corners Ooh. to play the situ situational defense that I really like to play, and I'm not going to waste this Heisman-type year you have, and for you to come back and put your faith in me, I'm going to put my faith in myself and help our team, and that's to stay out of these situations. And they reared its head all the way back in Tennessee. If Tennessee's quarterback would have been hitting those long balls, that would have been a different game. Yep. So I have faith in Coach Narduzzi to owe it to Kenny Pickett, his team, and this Steeler, I mean, this Pitt alumni base and fan base to make that change. All right, back to Twitter, half empty. How can you think anything more when you had so much to gain in your defense plays like that? Uh, all right, uh, Doran, half full, half empty. Uh, I'm half full, and I think Doug just laid it out perfectly. Um, if you're Pat Narduzzi, you have to go in there and, 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 and get the pride off your shoulders and say, I'm going to change. Good teams respond whenever they lose. Good teams respond even better whenever they win. We're looking for Pitt to respond. This is still a, you know, a, a good season for Pitt. They have some games lined up where they can win and they can finish this coastal division out as champions. But you have to adapt. You have to change. You have to adapt during the game. So if you're Pat Narduzzi, you have to go in there and say, listen, I'm going to change my ways. Half empty or half full, Chris? Half full, and I agree with both both these guys. The Pitt, Pitt, Pat Narduzzi has to change up this defense. Things have to things have to be able to say, hey, you know what? We're just not working in single coverage with a lot of these plays. Let's change things up. But the reason it's half full is because I'm sorry, all the people that are out here saying, oh, you missed on the college football playoffs. Nobody thought that that was going to happen this year. The best, the, what I said preseason, and I and I said it right on this show, nine and three, very realistic for this team. Still on pace for that. This is all about winning the ACC Coastal, getting to the ACC Championship game. You're probably playing a top 10 ranked Wake Forest team. You beat them. This is a banner year. All right. Some baseball for our final big topic. The first uh, group of World Series games averaged more than three and a half hours, those four games. What can realistically be done to speed up the game as if it seems nothing else seems to be working? Chris, what do you think? I mean, you could limit how much, uh, how, you know, how, how long that a pit pitchers get to, you know, to warm up. You can try to, you know, force, force managers to make less, less decisions or be quicker about them. I heard an interesting idea about limiting how many times you can change pitchers in a game. But the bottom line is that this, this is just the product that baseball is. It's, it's, a, it's a game from a different generation. And yeah, if you want to continue it the same way, it's going to cost you this. But if you want to make it faster and up to speed with the, you know, the newer generation that wants games to be over a little bit faster, you're going to have to change some, uh, some serious parts of the games. And I know that's going to hurt a lot of people who love this old school sport. All right. What can be changed? Nothing. It's the nature of the game and of the World Series. Doug, how can they shorten these games? That's a monumental task. And I think the one step would be limit the total number of pitchers you could use in the game. Yeah. Maybe it's seven. Maybe it's eight. Now, the purists are going to say, well, that's the game with that inside the game, this righty against that lefty. But we have to evolve this sport if it wants to be relevant going forward. Another in, uh, thing that you can do is the design of the ballparks. Put the bullpens behind the, the dugout so the new pitcher doesn't have to make that walk all the way from center field. So little things like that, but in the heart of it, this is just a slow game, and I don't know where it's going from, from here on out because people just want faster, more exciting action and not that long. 
Well, maybe they could start the games a little earlier in the evening as well. Hmm. Doran, uh, what would you do to change the games and shorten them? Uh, a pitch clock. Uh, they use one in minor leagues. They use one in college. Um, they ex the MLB experienced one in, in spring training a couple years ago. I think if you have a pitch clock with 20 seconds that limits the, the time a pitcher has to, to throw the ball, I think that that will increase uh, the, the speed of play of the game. And uh, look, they use it in other sports. They use it in football. They use it in basketball. Why not use it in uh, MLB baseball? All right. All good ideas, uh, although there have been some great games so far in the World Series. All right. When we come back, around the horn on any topic, it's the final word, and it's next. Welcome back. It's time for the final word. Everybody gets a chance. And Doran Dickerson, you're first. Uh, my final word is adapt. I mean, if you look at the Pittsburgh Penguins, even though they lost the other night, they adapted whenever Sidney Crosby and Gino Malkin were, were, were out for the first couple of games of uh, the start of the year. You know, they got points. They did what they had to do. That's what good franchises do. That's what good programs do. And the Pitt football team needs to do that. Uh, you know, as coaches, you need to adapt your team. You need to adapt while in the game and, and figure out ways to put your team in the best situation to succeed. If you don't do that, and it's going to be just a, another Pitt season that we do not want to see and do not want to have to talk about. So Pitt needs to figure out how to adapt during the games. Chris, your final word. When you look at this AFC, uh, AFC class right now, what team truly scares you the most? You thought that would be the Chiefs. They're, they're, they haven't been a consistent team. You thought it would be the Bills. The Steelers beat the Bills. The Steelers are at 4-3 and three right now and only a game back in their own division with the Baltimore Ravens and only a game and a half back from the Tennessee Titans, who are the number one team in the conference right now. This conference is wide open. Everyone's played some bad games. Everyone has, has looked faulty at times. There is a lot of opportunity for if the Steelers' offensive line gets it together, Ben Roethlisberger shapes up a little bit, this team can compete with any one of these AFC teams. I, I, I agree with, with Doug. There's a lot of bounces that can come into play, a lot of bad calls we come into play. We saw that today with some of the officiating, but the Steelers do have a shot in this conference, and there's nobody that's a top dog right now. Doug, final word. Mad props to Kevin Colbert and his personnel staff. Without this 21 draft class, they will not have won that game today. Najee Harris, don't even need to talk about 100-plus yards from scrimmage. Muth, what else do you need to say? Going, that, that touchdown pass right there should show you that he should be the first look every time they're in the end zone, in the red zone. Green, they had nice runs up the middle. They had some downhill running plays. Then you also look at the rest of those guys, Loudermick, Norwood, even more. It was tough on him, but he held Garrett to one sack, and he's a fourth rounder. So his production means that Steeler draft class, A+. Plus. Doug, Doran, Chris, thank you. I don't want to say that the season's going fast, but consider this. One month from tonight is the end of Thanksgiving weekend. At that point, the Steelers will have six regular season games remaining, and they'll begin preparing for what could be or what will almost certainly be an all-important game at Cincinnati. How many wins will it take to make the playoffs? How many teams from the AFC North will get in? Don't know, don't know, but I can guarantee you today's win over Cleveland is a great one to have. Under the belt. That's the final word for tonight. I'm Albie Oxenrider for Chris, Doug, and Doran. See you next time. <laughs>